What's a good advertising cost of spend for your advertising on Amazon? We'll cover that question today. My name is Stephen Pope and I'm the founder of My Amazon Guy. So this question comes up a lot, probably with almost every single client that we work with, um, where we have a friction and it's a good, healthy friction between uh, a, a, a growth strategy where you're getting extra traffic to the listing as well as a profitability and margin question. So these two things are competing priorities because the, the more you spend on getting traffic, the higher your revenue is going to be. But at the same time, your cost of doing business goes up. So some, sometimes we have to have this internal debate on how much should I spend on ads versus how much should I try and profit on an item. This chart here comes from Celix, which is an automated PPC tool. We actually prefer doing most of our advertising changes manually, but we have tested Celix and it's a very fine tool. Um, generally speaking, my litmus test on whether you should use a tool is can it generate 4x returns? We don't believe any automated PPC tool can do 4x returns as compared to my team's manual efforts. So that's why we don't use any automated tools. With that said, on the screen here and great information, great content from Celix, um, this helps determine your, your uh, net profit on an item. So you got your FBA fees, Amazon fees. Amazon does come out to be about a 33% partner on average for most uh, businesses. Then you got your cost of goods or your unit cost. Um, honestly, I don't think that shipping cost is accurate. I think that one's suspect. I would say that your unit cost and all of your Amazon fees should add up to be about around 63%. And then your advertising um, margin, let's assume that we go with their numbers though. This would be the pie chart you're working with here at 20%. So if you uh, had uh, a target goal and a cost of 15%, your net margin would be five, right? So that's the what they've put in this chart here. And it's I don't necessarily agree with these numbers so much as I, I like the premise of the thought process that goes behind this. This is how to back end your net profitability when you take all the fee structure out, right? Take all the Amazon fees, take your cost of goods, uh, and, and maybe add in some personnel costs or agency fees if you hire a, a team like my Amazon guy. And then, then you can work your way backwards. Now, I don't think that ads need to be profitable. Now, that's a very interesting statement, and I'll repeat it. I don't think ads have to be profitable uh, to be a successful business. And the reason I feel that way is because it seems like every ad sale that you obtain leads to about three organic sales on top of that. And, and that's a really interesting thing to think about because if you can generate three organic sales for every one ad sale you get, you're gonna be doing better business, right? <clears throat> and and if you, you're gonna be doing better business with ads on as compared to with ads offline. So keep that in mind that all of the advertising sales that you generate increase your keyword rankings and your SEO rankings. So nonetheless, if all you did was try and break even on ads, that's successful. And so you could use this thought exercise on how to go about setting your ACoS goals. So in this chart, if you buy into these numbers, the ACoS would need to be 15%. Now, that's going to be challenging. Here's why. Here on this chart, this is also from Celix. The average ACoS by category is drastically different. So pet products on the extreme side, 41%. That's a really high ACoS. Consumer goods and foods, 33%. Uh, 
uh, vitamins and supplements, 30%, and you can kind of work your way down, toys at 21, office supplies at 16, until you finally get to sporting and recreational equipment at 8%. Now, these numbers are actually fairly accurate from my experience. Um, however, I do have a pet client and we're not running at 41% ACOS. I can tell you that right now. We're actually closer to 15 or 16% because we fine tuned their ads over time and found things that work. Uh, nonetheless, it's good to know what the industry standard is because if you're trying to set your profit margins and you look at your ACOS across campaigns or other categories, it's good to know the baseline. The one that I would say is too low is probably beauty and health at 19%. I don't have a single beauty client at 19% ACOS. In fact, most of them are way higher than that. And that's because beauty products or topical products are very, very competitive on Amazon. So I don't know where these numbers come from. Um, I'm sure they might explain that. We'll put a link in the description of the video so you can check out their analysis. But at the end of the day, I don't think you should care what your competitors are doing. You should set your own tone. And you want to be the pack leader. You, you, don't, you don't want to be cleaning up after the elephant parade, uh, to quote one of my former mentors, uh, Gail Senor over at Moxie Interactive. And I think she's working at TJI Fridays nowadays um, on, on their marketing team. But uh, we want to be the person who is leading said elephant parade because it's a lot more fun to do that than to pick up after said elephant parade. So ignore what your competitors are doing in some extent, right? I think that as long as your ads are break even, you're doing advertising correctly in Amazon's ecosystem. And again, that's because for every one ad sale you get, that's three organic sales you're going to get over time. So uh, most accounts that we take on are typically 99% of the time underspending on traffic. So when we take the account on, we often within one or two weeks will increase sales by 25%. That's, that's not unheard of for us to do. Um, we had one that we started on Thursday or Friday of last week. And just with the sales over the weekend, we'd already increased their sales 25% because of the ads that we launched. And it wasn't because our ad setup was the most amazing thing ever. It just simply put, most clients or most people who run in businesses on Amazon are undervaluing the traffic that they can produce with ads on Amazon. And it's because they look at that ACOS and they freak out. They're like, I'm wasting money. I'm, I'm missing out on margin. When in reality, if I were to increase your, your traffic and your, your sales by say 40, 50% within 30 days, ran the ads for three months, and then I just simply shut off the ads, chances are your momentum that we worked on would probably maintain, not at 100% maintain, but probably 60 to 70% maintain at a higher velocity than when you had not had as many ads running. And that's because when you have ads running, it increases your, your velocity and your business rankings, your keyword rankings, which in turn lifts the entire uh, product portfolio. So it's really important to keep in mind that break-even advertising is highly successful. Um, so, so if you're going to be choosing uh, whether to spend more or more or less on advertising, chances are the correct answer is spend more. Now, there's a lot of techniques that we talk about. We have dozens of videos on how to spend your money the most effective way within Amazon. There's no doubt about that, that there are more or less effective ways to spend ads and traffic, but I'm a marketer. I'm biased. I think you should be advertising every product in your portfolio 24 seven seasonality be damned. 
doesn't matter. Advertise every product always. That doesn't mean advertise every product at 100% trains a-blazing, guns a-blazing, uh, 24-7, because there are effective strategies to keep ads up even when your seasonality is down. Take coronavirus or COVID-19. Maybe your sales are weak because of the product category you're in. That doesn't matter. You, can, you should still keep your advertising on. But you could be more selective about what you do for that advertising during those time periods. Um, but it's still possible to be profitable while advertising under any circumstance. Now, that doesn't mean every keyword in your portfolio is going to be profitable. And it doesn't mean you should try and advertise on every single product in your portfolio at the same rate. Your best sellers are always going to be your best sellers. And you should always put your best amount of money behind those best sellers in accordance. But your weaker items will never become your best sellers if you don't pay attention to them. If you don't advertise on your weakest sellers, they're never going to become your middle tier items, right? So we have a client who sells um, really expensive items right around the $400 to $500 range. And they have a, they, they've been running out of stock because it's in real high demand right now. And uh, they have an item in their portfolio, though, that's only had two or three unit sales in the past 90 days. An item that has kind of been to the back of the mind, semi-forgotten. So we uh, started running these stockout issues and, and we were debating, oh, should we turn off ads? Should we slow down ads? Because we don't want to stock out. Stocking out is generally a bad thing on Amazon. Well, after we kind of run through this thought exercise, we realized you know, we could just move money from our best-selling product that's going to stock out over to additional uh, development areas. And so we did. And we made sure we optimized the listing, updated a couple photos, yada, yada. Long story short, we sold more units in the past weekend than we did in the last 90 days from advertising efforts. So it's very much important to advertise all products all the time and do so at a break-even status. And as long as you break even on PPC, you're going to be profitable because of the organic traction. So tell me what you think. What, what, what's your opinion on this subject? I'm sure others are going to weigh in and disagree, um, or they may agree and double down. Add your thoughts to the comment section. Let's see what everybody else has to say. And if you need any advertising support from a consultant such as us at My Amazon Guy, go over to MyAmazonGuy.com and you can request some information about how we do advertising. All, every member of my team at, at My Amazon Guy has an Amazon advertising sponsored ads accreditation. So you're working with best in class advertising members who are going to come in and customize things. We also have on our website a bunch of unique uh, advertising techniques. Uh, and so we share a lot of our trade secrets. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel and subscribe. We, we do video demonstrations on all of the advertising techniques. And if there's anything within Amazon ecosystem that you don't understand, that you can't find another video on the internet about, leave a comment and ask for it. We'll shoot a video on it. We're one of the very few resources online that answers every question about how to sell within Amazon's uh, Seller Central platform. So hope you enjoyed it. Like the video, leave a comment and subscribe. We appreciate your support. This is my Amazon guy.